Welcome, Facebook fans. Welcome to our next session of Hands That Heal. It is a podcast and Facebook Live for Claire Passage. Claire Passage Physical Therapy is a niche physical therapy that works on abdominal adhesions, working with small bowel obstructions, female infertility, endometriosis, chronic pain. Today, we have a fabulous guest with us. Her name is Victoria, and she came to uh, Clear Passage. And I'm going to go ahead and say, Victoria, can you tell us about yourself and uh, what you did before uh, Clear Passage and why you sought us out and all that kind of fun information? Yeah, I don't I don't know about fabulous. I, I think I paid you to say that. Um, I'm a retired nurse, and um, I retired as a part of... Um, medical conditions, including the repeated um, obstructions that, that led to some other things. Um, so I, I am still retired. And so I came to Clear Passage because I was looking for a solution. So simply um, being subject to the condition was not an answer. So just sitting at home waiting for the next super painful event to happen was not a solution. So I went seeking a solution and that's how I stumbled on to clear passages. Could you um, tell us what type of signs and symptoms you were having? Yeah, so um, I, 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 I'm a foodie, so I like to eat. And so the way I say it is what's mine stays mine. So I don't like the nausea and the vomiting. That's a deal breaker for me. So in addition to that, there's the severe, severe pain. I mean, I've, 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 I'm a mother, so I, you know, I know what it's like to give birth. And this was worse. I mean, it was to the point to where I would, I would have to feel better to die. The pain was just that bad. That sounds horrendous. Oh my goodness. How long was this going on for you? And do you know what started it or is it more insidious? Well, it's, it's consistent with my underlying pathology. And so it would go on for hours. I mean, literally hours, uh, because when it get, when it got to the point to where it was going to be the next day, then that's time to, to get to the emergency room. And as you know, we're coming out of a pandemic. And so presenting to the emergency room or any healthcare facility there is risky or, or certainly was at that time risky in and of itself. So it's not a decision that you make lightly. And so then the decision became, you know, am I going to be able to resolve this by using just heat and massage or, you know, is this something that I'm going to be found dead on my floor with? And, and that's that's not fun either. Oh, that's scary, isn't it? What are some of the emotions that you were going through uh, as you were looking for a solution? So my, my, my emotions were primarily, why am I doing this on my own? You know, I am not special. So I know that, you know, this is not unique to me. So what information is out there? So being someone that is is in the healthcare profession, my first stop was to check with my my friends that you know are still practicing physicians and researchers and internists, and then to look at the research and just to you know scan the landscape to see what was out there. So, um, how did you find Clear Passage, and what was the hook? What kind of bought you into keep looking more and more into us? 
Yeah, so I heard about clear passages. I was on the um, Inspire uh, website. Well, it's a it's a social media group for people with long-term or chronic care conditions and things of that nature. And so I was on the in in one of the Inspire chat rooms and someone mentioned it. And so from there I started, you know, the the Google searches, the YouTube searches, the uh, medical literature for peer-reviewed research uh, searches and things of that nature. And so I gathered, gathered that material. And I know that um, bowel obstructions were, were not uh, what clear passages was initially found, had, had initially found success in, but was starting to see some. And so I saw a potential solution for myself and for other people who were also seeking answers and not just willing to succumb to their conditions. Um, and in your research, you saw, even though Clear Passage didn't start with small bowel obstructions, we started with um, black fallopian tubes. Uh, there is research in peer-reviewed journals. So our data shows that Clear Passage is 15 times more effective than standard treatment in clearing total bowel obstructions, which is really amazing. That's, yeah. Um, I agree because standard treatment was not really treating the condition, but just keeping you from dying from the condition, I think. Exactly. You know, nobody wants to die from, and, and for lack of a better term, a ruptured bowel. bowel. That's, it's not pretty for anyone. And so um, just um, like sinking an NG tube and keeping you NGO for days, um, that's not a solution. That's just passing you on to the next stage. So this, um, so what I read in the research was very encouraging. Um, I have not had it, but my clients have told me that NG tube is actually probably one of the most horrendous things they've ever had to do. Well, I think it's probably in my top five. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> NG tube and withering and pain on the bed, on the floor, uh, not yeah, able to that, move. That's not fun either. Um, the NG tube was, you know, it was not fun and and um, resulted in some um, some uh, impassioned disagreement between me and some of the. Uh, providers that wanted to do that as a first intervention and to do something invasive as a first step, it, it gives me cause for pause. Yeah. Yeah. I am so sorry you had to go through that. Even hearing about it still, oh, it's awful. Yeah. So you found us and you started researching us and then you made a phone call. And what was that phone call like into, um, into the Gainesville office is who you initially call. Yeah, I, I felt I felt more than encouraged. I felt welcome, and I felt like led that that this was this was the solution. So straight out of the gate, after reading the research and conferring with my friends who also read the research and found other data, um, I felt like this was what I was going to do, whether or not I had support from my uh, personal medical team or not. This is what I was going to pursue because doing nothing was not a solution. 
you bring up a good point, but before we move further, Facebook fans, if uh, you have any questions for Victoria or for myself, please just go ahead and post them and we will answer them um, towards the end of the um, Facebook Live. So you said um, with or without your medical team's approval. In the end run, did your medical doctors encourage you or discourage you from moving forward with Clear Passage? Well, you know, we work with the information that we have. And so um, because this was not something that my team was familiar with, although I provided them with uh, the medical research and, and, you know, encouraged them to look into it a, a little bit more, the U.S. healthcare system is not streamlined. And so they have their protocols and their, um, their um, oh, what do we call it? their approval processes that they have to jump through. Um, and so that was a challenge that I wasn't willing to um, continue cycling in. And so although my healthcare team, uh, for the most part, were, were willing to listen, it was, it was a new learning curve for them. And I'm not sure that having one patient or, or that I know of, I don't know that anybody else has brought this forward. I'm not sure that having one patient to bring this uh, forward as a potential option was something they were willing to spend a lot of time independently researching. Um, did you ever go back afterwards um, after therapy and talk to your team? I did. I went back afterwards and, and let them know uh, the success that I had because a couple of them really were interested in learning more about it. And so uh, I was able to share that information uh, with them afterwards and also my records because um, the, the, uh, the records were meticulously kept. And so I was able to share that with them also. Yep. So I'm veering off course, but um, even though Clear Passage is fee for service, which means you pay before you come, we do have an initial eval, which is seven pages long. We keep meticulous daily notes and charges and discharge notes. And uh, you part of the medical profession, you found them pretty um, impressive then. I did. Um, but let me just back up with my healthcare um, providers and insurer. There was an option where they could have uh, gotten approval to partially uh, pay for the, the cost of care, but it was going to be time consuming and there was no assurance, nor did I get any indication that it was going to be approved. And so I just moved forward and I let them know, you know, I'm not going to keep jumping through hoops. This is what I'm doing. I'm just letting you know. And so uh, from the beginning, the assessment process, I have conducted lots of physical exams and participated in, in conducting physical exams, but this was way more in-depth physiologically and, and anatomically. By that, I mean making sure you know, what conditions the structures were in and how the structures interrelate with other systems. So it was way more in-depth than anything I had participated in. And so I was quite impressed with that. Thank you. Thank you. Our evaluations take almost two hours just because we really want to see, uh, we look from your posture to your range of motion, to how well your fascia is moving, how well the dura is moving. 
to how the organs are gliding on each other because we really want to see exactly where all these adhesions are pulling and stopping movement, increasing pain, and what else we could do to help the whole body uh, gain function. Um, so thank you very much for even recognizing that. It, it, it's a lengthy process, but we get a lot of information when we're going through it. Even emotionally, making sure that, you know, if I had any any uh, emotional or tension or stress causing issues going on. So that is a factor that we're learning a lot more about in the medical community. So that was, that was also included in the assessment. So what clinic did you finally decide to go to? I went to the St. Louis clinic. That's the one that's closest to where I could get to. Uh-huh. And then who are we? Your therapist. Yes. So I was your therapist. And did you have, um, was it just me or did, was, did we have another therapist working with you too? No, I had two therapists. I, I'm, I can't think of her name. Mara. Mara was the yes. other therapist. Yes. I'm sorry. Don't tell her I forgot her name. Don't tell her. That's okay. So in St. Louis and in Gainesville, we have a multiple uh, person approach, which is wonderful, absolutely wonderful, because you get two sets of eyes or three sets of eyes working on you, three sets of hands or two sets of hands. So it's really nice. And then in New York and Detroit and Dallas and L.A., there is a single practitioner. But every single therapist who ever puts their hands on a clear passage client first has a wealth of training underneath their belt. They have been in the profession multiple, multiple years as a manual therapist. Once we decide that we like a therapist and um, we want to hire them on, they've been through the interview process um, and it's a very long interview process and making sure that they have good hands and making sure they have good compassion that they're listeners, because as Victoria can tell you, we actually listen to the clients and we listen to their bodies and we listen to the emotions of it. We just have to be good listeners all the way around and good practitioners. After all of that, we get flown down to Florida for an additional 100 hours of training per the WURN technique, W-U-R-N technique. And that's a technique that saves lives, opens up bowels, um, opens up fallopian tubes, helps endometriosis. And it's a technique, in, even after I've been a manual therapist for 15 years, um, it's a technique that I did not know about until I actually was trained in it, like I said, for 100 hours. So no matter what clinic you go to, you're going to get a highly trained and skilled therapist. But Victoria, what was your treatment like? Can you describe it? Yeah, it was a it was a week long treatment, uh, and, and I definitely think it was well worth uh, the cost and the effort because it's given me my life back. But it was not only uh, was the manual treatment helpful. I mean, I could literally towards the end of the week after uh, several sessions, I could literally feel when the adhesions would relax and I would have, and the first time it was like super weird. I could actually feel um, movement, like a release of the restrictions. And the first time it was kind of funny because my leg jumped up like a reflex. It was kind of, <laughs> you know, 
But, you know, I think it was Mara that I was with. And she's seen it before, so it didn't surprise her. It just surprised me. So I could, before that week was up, I already felt improved. And so that's what it was like. It was like a manual release of the tension of at least one of my adhesions and then subsequently more. So questions that everybody wants to know. Was it extremely painful? No. No, it wasn't. Um, I, I guess some of it would depend on what you would consider painful or uncomfortable. Um, my, I, I am more susceptible to, uh, I don't like to feel itchy. And so there were a couple of times when the manipulation was going on because, of, because it's done with the fingers and the tips of the fingers, it felt itchy. Right. And we were able to adjust around that if it started to drive you crazy. I didn't need that. I was already crazy. (laughs) So uh, with treatment, we like to keep treatment under a six out of 10 with pain because we want to sneak in underneath that neurological system to help elongate tissues. And so if we... um, People say, is it real painful? Does it hurt? And the answer is no, because if it's really painful and if it hurts a lot, we're just tight all the time and we're constricted and we're not relaxing. So we really want to stay at that six out of 10 discomfort level. So we're able to have conversations. We're able to talk. We're able to take a nap if you want to. uh, And we're able to really elongate that tissue uh, as we don't pummel you. It's a nice, prolonged, relaxed type of um, treatment and modality. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree with that. And um, having the conversation and having that rapport with the therapist was good as a distraction. So then I'm not thinking about, you know, is this working? Is this not working? What is that? Is that itching and all of that? And then building up tension as the therapist is trying to alleviate tension. Um, so do you, can you tell us how the treatment has helped? Yeah. So I was, uh, I was a world traveler actually before this every year I would take two and sometimes three, uh, Oconus trips or, you know, out of the continental U S and because of my condition, I, I just couldn't do that because I could not predict you know, if I was going to have a complication and no one wants to have a complication on an airplane at altitude in a place where you're not familiar. And so that's another reason why it was uh, it was untenable to me to not have a solution and just to accept being restricted. And so since then, I, you know, I, I continue to do a home therapy that was that you guys taught to me before I I was discharged. And so I've not been back to the hospital since I started treatment and I'm able to travel again. Now, I'm not really, I'm not going to be taking any trips to Australia. A 14 hour trip doesn't appeal to me even, you know, outside of having a medical condition. But, you know, I had a, you know, and then the pandemic and all. So, uh, but I have been able to travel, you know, had my most recent trip was to Hawaii where I got to spend several days and enjoy the cuisine and the people and the sun. 
And so it's given me my life back. That is so exciting. First of all, I know Mara and I loved hearing about your trips and everywhere you've been. Uh, very well-versed and well-traveled. You're an amazing, amazing woman. And then when we got your email saying, oh, I'm going to Hawaii. Thank you so much. We shared it with everybody. You know, we shared it with the owners, Belinda and Larry, and shared it amongst ourselves. And But what was really interesting is that then people started giving tips. Therapists started sending tips. Oh, tell Victoria to uh, do this while she's traveling to uh, help prevent uh, a bowel obstruction or tell Victoria to do that. So even after Victoria was gone, she was still getting information, not just from me and Mara, but like the entire team um, when they heard she was traveling and doing, um, doing so well. Uh, which is amazing. It's always fun to hear about a pregnancy, about somebody um, getting their goals again, somebody running their marathon, traveling, being able to eat what you want to eat. Um, are you really restricted, Victoria, on your diet? Yes, but that's more related to my underlying condition. Okay. But you feel that uh, we, with Clear Passage, you've opened up enough to uh, eat what you can on the diet that you're allowed to have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm able to manage myself quite well. Wonderful. How often do you do your home exercise programs? Six days a week. That's wonderful. Good for you. Good for you. Um, so adhesions, adhesions can form with either surgery trauma, inflammation processes, um, like Crohn's disease, um, uh, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, radiation treatment. So those are some of the reasons why we can get adhesions um, and small bowel obstructions. But even, um, we don't know why necessarily we get blocked fallopian tubes, but they are tight and there's adhesions in there. And when we uh, open those up, the fallopian tubes open also. Um, and that research in itself is also amazing. Um, it ri rivals, it beats uh, infertility treatments. Um, I was gonna have a question for you, Victoria. I forget what it was. Okay, oh, something about adhesions, but we'll figure it out. I'll remember in a minute. Okay. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Victoria, before we um, move on? Well, you know, I can just describe some, you know, what it might help someone out there, to, mm -hmm. you know, themselves or someone else. So when you talk about adhesions, if you think about, um, Conceptually, if you think about them as think about them as rubber bands that get that lose elasticity over time. So these bands attached to different organs or structures, no rhyme and reason. They have no reason to be in the area, but they just decide to attach from you know one organ to the other and just hang out. And then over time, they lose elasticity and they just get tighter and tighter. And then they stop the organs from, you know, moving around and performing and things of that nature. And so the therapy uh, that I do is with 
the um because you know there are different ways that you guys taught that we could you know stretch out those bands to get some relief but um what works for me is with the softball just using just laying on a softball to release those and again there's rarely a time when i don't and then i move it around of course but there's rarely a time during that my six days that i don't feel literally feel a release so that's 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 my story anyway that's great i'm so glad you're still doing your home exercise program and um like Victoria was saying, especially if you have a process where your adhesions keep forming, then as you're doing the home exercise program, which your therapist will give you, you could start feeling those releases every single day. Could you imagine if you didn't do a home exercise program? Um, sometimes we have clients come back and they say, oh, I haven't done my home exercise program in a while and I, I need help again. So you made the investment. You might as well do the home exercise program too. Yeah, I don't have to imagine what it would be like. I have experienced it, you know, when I when I you know ended up in the in the hospital for those times. So um, I, I I'm not planning to waste the investment, and I don't need to go back to the hospital. I'm not. I've never been that bored. <laughs> That's great. Oh, so. What type of words or emotions would you uh, use to describe your experience with clear passage and with treatment and with the life afterwards? It's been overwhelmingly positive. I've had no negative effects whatsoever. None. That's great. Good. Um, we don't have any comments. Uh, let me look. I'm... I think there are a few questions. Yeah, they are. I'm. Here we go. Uh, how does the therapy find the adhesions in the intestines? Um, the therapists actually are highly trained and highly skilled hands, and we could actually feel that the organs are not moving on each other. They're just really tight. And like Victoria was saying, it... Um, With no movement, there's no passage of food. So we we're able to assess it after having our hundred hours worth of training. Um, and then this question is for you, Victoria. Did you experience a pulling forward feeling from the small bowel obstructions um, or migraine issues? So did you ever feel pulled forward or migraines? I, I feel the tension. I wouldn't say I felt pulled forward because I've had multiple surgeries. And so my adhesions developed at different times. So it, 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 I have more than one. Some, um, my uh, clinical providers did schedule me for surgery and, and cut some. Uh, so, um, but for those that remained that they couldn't get to, I definitely feel the tension. No migraines related to, to uh, my adhesions though. Um, just to answer this question, there are some patients that actually you could see them because we're doing an initial eval because of all that scar tissue that's being pulled forward. And then after treatment, we do another initial and uh, or another postural eval and we take pictures and you could see how much straighter they are. And we did absolutely nothing to work on posture, but release all of this anterior tightness. 
Um, and some of that could really do lead to migraines. So Victoria didn't have it, but it can be a possibility. Um, how long after surgery can we do start therapy? It has to be at least 12 weeks because we need to have a healing process started. Uh, oh, did you experience any leg or hip pain, Victoria? I did. I did have uh, some hip pain. And, and so I wasn't for sure if that was arthritis, bursitis, or related to the adhesion because I had all three. But I can tell you that during uh, one of my home therapy sessions, I felt a release in that hip area. So, um, and so it was all three. Very good. And yes, we, um, I have a story of a gentleman who had, he had multiple surgeries, like 18 abdominal surgeries. And when we've worked on his pelvis and we actually did some internal work with him through the rectum to work on the pelvic floor and those hip muscles, he actually got up and was like, oh my gosh, I'm swiveling. This is the first time I've swiveled in my hips um, since he's had all his surgeries. So great question. Great question. Another question I had a um, colostomy. And since then, I'm having issues with small bowel motility due to adhesions. Can you help? Yes, yes, yes. So the colostomy and ileostomy and ostomy does not make a difference. We can work under it. We can work around it. We work right next to it. And um, as long as it's adhesion related, yes, absolutely. We can help because as those adhesions lengthen, you have more movement and uh, then you'll have more motility in your gut. And the next question is, uh, I think we answered a little bit about this, but um, Victoria, did you feel the adhesions being released? And um, again, can you talk about the pain, how uncomfortable or comfortable you were during treatment? I wasn't uncomfortable during treatment. Um like I said earlier, sometimes it would feel itchy if the therapist's fingernails were, you know, because the fingernails are on on top of the abdominal area. So sometimes that would feel itchy. Um, but to could I feel the adhesions being worked on? I could feel the after effect. So by that, I, I mean, I can't feel when a specific adhesion is feeling tight, but I can feel when the organ is released. So I, I could feel the effect of uh, the, the loosening of the adhesion. Wonderful, wonderful. So, and I think that is very patient specific. Some patients could feel adhesions relaxing and lengthening, and some have more of a concept of I feel really good when I get up off the table. Um. And we talked about 12 weeks after surgery and then can exercise like sit-ups trigger a bowel obstruction or cause caused by adhesions? Yes, I would, hopefully it doesn't, but any type of movement or eating or anything when you um, have adhesions and you're moving on that adhesion, there's a stuck point that adhesion is sticking to something. And so typically while you're doing sit-ups, your organs are supposed to be moving on each other. But if you have an adhesion and you're stuck, then something is, you're kinking it more or making it um, more difficult 
for food to pass through. So I'm not saying it happens all the time, but absolutely it can um, cause an obstruction. Movement can cause an obstruction. Exercise, running can cause an obstruction. Actually, we've noticed even stress because they're the, the gut brain connection, the enteric connection, stress and an increase of stress level can cause um, an obstruction. So thank you so much, everybody, for your questions. Excellent questions. And I apologize for starting a little late today, a uh, scheduling issue, and I take full responsibility for that. But thank you so much for tuning in and waiting for us. Victoria, do you have anything else you'd like to say? I do not. Wonderful. Appreciate you guys being there, and I'm glad I found you. I'm glad you came too. Uh, it was wonderful speaking with you today. We have locations from LA to London or the UK, uh, LA, Dallas, St. Louis, Detroit region, Rochester, Gainesville, New York, and then in Canterbury and uh, London. <clears throat> so we have multiple locations throughout the United States. Treatment is 20 hours a week. So you come in for an entire 20 20 hours for a week. So you fly into your location or drive into your location. Um, <clears throat> go ahead and call the office for cost uh, because it varies by different diagnosis. And our office number is 352-336-1433. Again, that is 352-336-1433. Um, website is www.clearpassage.com. And let me get you back over here. Wonderful. Thank you, everybody, so much for coming. And Victoria, I really appreciate you coming today and sharing your story with us. You look wonderful. And I'm so glad I got to see you again. My pleasure. I'm happy to help. If it helps somebody else, I'm here for that. We do have a small bowel obstruction form if you want to. Uh, get on our Facebook page. And if you have more questions, you can ask them in there. Or like I said, call the office and um, one of our patient coordinators would love to talk to you and help you out. So until our next Facebook Live, which I believe is going to be um, infertility in December, uh, hope everybody stays well and healthy. Happy Thanksgiving.